Hey everybody, welcome to the Fire Escape. Yo, what's up, y'all? Uh, this is the first, I guess, official episode of the uh, Fire Escape on the Colloquial. It's true. It's, it's officially been acquired. With, for millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Yeah. So much money. Millions. So much winning. Numbers like you've never yeah. seen before. Better numbers than exactly right. the other guy. Numbers that did, never did they tell in. you? Did they tell you when they were going to pay you? Because they haven't told me yet. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's uh, they said uh, that it was definitely probably going to happen soon. Because I I signed a contract, uh, and you know they said they were definitely giving me, you know potentially definitely giving me money uh i just kind of had to i just had to wait but i went ahead and signed it yeah yeah, same yeah, yeah. So. it was only a it was only a uh lifetime contract so yeah it's not even what i mean what's that 60 years 50 years yeah well maybe less you know true you never yeah know. jokes on them yeah jokes on them uh not a not a lot going on though, you know, in the world right now. Nothing. No, pretty quiet. Uh, you know, all types of no. There really is all types of crazy. I, I there's just so much. This kind of feels like um, this entire election has felt a lot like the uh, the Ole Miss Alabama game from this past Saturday, where it's like uh-huh. I think I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. But I don't want to deal with any of the lead up to like I don't like I don't like the feeling of I'm like of the lead up. Does that make sense? It does. You know, it seems like well to to put it even more uh, on the nose of that metaphor, the Alabama game. It's like every single day somebody's scoring a point. You yeah. Know? Every single day. Someone's like, just like, there's no defense. In the it same way, both, like, I, in that time, I was like, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Alabama's just better. I'm pretty sure we're going to win. Yeah. I think that, like, Joe Biden has enough of a lead most places where I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to win. But I'm not like, yeah. just as I wasn't positive Alabama was going to win, I was like, there's always that option. You know, it's like, and it's, it's a lot higher than I would like it to be. Well, definitely, that, that's kind of where I feel like right now. Mm. Yeah. Where like the yeah, the I outcomes not necessarily similarly. in doubt. Like because in both things it's like, yeah, probably 80% chance this is what happens. But I don't like I don't like yeah. 80%. I li- I like 99%. That's the way I I, I like that 99.99% of germs, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want That's what I'm saying. I don't like the whole 80% thing. This is like a you know, but mm. I feel like that's the world we live in right now, where there's just like there's a lot of there's a lot of eighty percents out there. You know, there's an eighty percent chance that Alabama's going to win the national presidentship. Yep, that's what I'm Which, talking about. If people didn't listen to this show much, like if someone just tuned in, they'd be like, 
you know, oh. I don't know who the, I think I know who those guys are for, and they're on the bad team. <laughs> oh, like, no, nah, man, Alabama's nah, winning the presidency. Uh huh. No, not that, but not that way. Different, different way. Not that, not like that. Yeah, not yeah. like that. In this, in this, uh, in this, you know, general whatever, Joe Biden is is Alabama. Oh yeah, the football sure. program, the Crimson Tide. The let's Crimson be specific. Tide. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Uh, looks like yeah. Dexter is coming back for a limited series. That's interesting. Really? That's S- seven years later. She- that's very strange. And feels deeply unnecessary on account yeah. of that show went about four seasons too long. Yeah, the last season in particular was uh, not well received. But it's coming back. No, this kind of this no. same thing happened with uh, Twenty Four. I don't know if you remember that, but like years mm. after, it wasn't that this long afterwards. But like a few years afterwards, they were just like, "Oh, we're all, we're going to do like a limited series with Twenty Four, with Jack Bauer again, just because. Just why not? You know. I don't. I don't you know. Think what, now would I mean? Maybe maybe. So I was going to say. I wonder if now is the time. I wouldn't think now would be the time to make unnecessary shows. Yeah, right? no, it, it seems like, like why are you doing hard that? to make television right now? Yeah. But also maybe they're thinking whatever, like whatever new television comes on is going to be watched. And so we can just print money. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then why waste time? Like on doing, you know what I'm saying? Like why waste time on a Dexter reboot? Or like a, an, an extra season of it, it's not like I can that could make sense if it ended like two years ago, um, but not now. Yeah. I mean, maybe they just already have an extra season written. You know, they're just like, well, we already got this. No, one. but that well, can't possibly be true. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like that can't possibly be true, or because like the this, the last season was so bad. Well. Yeah, but maybe just some, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know the answers. Let's see. What else do we have on me? I'm just going on entertainment news. Have you, have you watched the first episode of the bachelorette yet? I have. Yes. Nice. Of course I have. How was it? I'm on a strictly junk diet. You know, this speaking of that, I ended up, uh, ended up, background watching the rest of Emily in Paris and, and it got better. The first couple episodes were hot garbage. The, uh, the rest yeah, yeah. of it I mean, was it, okay. It, it never turns good. Like at no, at no point is it a good television show. It, it turns medium though. About halfway through. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally fine. Like while you're, while you're surfing Craigslist for it to be on is just, just fine. It is actively bad at the beginning, like the first two episodes. When like she doesn't know yeah, what a see, croissant even... is, uh, but she like lives in Chicago, and I'm like, what? Like, this I don't is even stupid. Remember that? But I believe it. Yeah. It made me. It, it was like know what I a did, croissant is? Yeah, didn't know what a croissant was. Uh huh. That, that doesn't make any sense. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was actively bad. See, it was extremely bad. I missed miss some of those key elements that uh, that you know would have otherwise. This is why uh, this is this is why so this is a conversation that doesn't uh, that has no context for you the listener, but the context is the other day Peter said 
it's not that bad when I said that show was oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and this and now it makes sense why you didn't realize how you didn't you didn't pay you you weren't gleaning the the bits of why I had that opinion. <laughs> Yeah, didn't I mean, know what a croissant was. It's it's important to note. I don't watch TV so much. It just exists while I look at motorcycles on Craigslist. Mm. So things that I say, like with with exception to, I did watch a fantastic film last night called Vampires versus the Bronx, and it's incredible. Haven't seen it yet. That one I very much watched. Ninety seven percent of the television that I consume at this point. Uh, that I say like, oh yeah, this show's great. I watched it. Uh, is something that is on while I'm looking at motorcycles on Craigslist. Yep, that happens. That's it. Um, That's it. I have started The Boys, which I know I'm very late to, but it's pretty good. That's my official thing. I have not watched that. Uh, I've, I've seen and read and heard many things about it, and just. You know, it just ha- I just haven't felt I haven't felt called yet. You know, just I just don't need it yet. It's probably a little heavy for it? now. Well, actually, I don't know if it's heavy or not. Yeah, I'm very I'm vaguely enjoying. I, I'm like hesit- I've, I've only gotten through like six episodes. I think it's good. I think it has a little bit of the. Um, I think there's like a little bit of a Rick and Morty thing to it, where so what I mean by that is the people who like it like it too much yeah. uh yeah. and like think it's more subversive and cool than it is it is subversive but sometimes i'm like it's just being subversive for being subversive sake like and i don't yeah. think that's cool i don't think it's cool to just be subversive to like just subvert things you're just like oh you weren't expecting that i'm like okay cool. they just slighted someone <laughs> yeah i so you you really wrapped up i've never seen anything of rick and morty Same. none of it not a single five seconds. Uh, but I have, like, I, in my heart, I don't ever share these opinions because I've never seen it. But, like, in my heart, I have strong opinions about it. And you perfectly just wrapped up why, in my heart, I have these strong opinions. As I'm yeah. like, I know there are people that I like a lot who like Rick and Morty. Same. Uh, but for some, there's, there's something about the way people who like Rick and Morty talk about it. And sometimes the type of people who like it, the amount in which they do, makes me just be like, I can't, absolutely not. I don't it's, want anything to do with this. It's like pop philosophy is what it is. Like, that is what Rick and Morty is. It's like, in or, it, excuse me, that's what they treat it like. It is, and it has those elements to it. But it's like, okay, cool that it has all of these philosophical elements and stuff like that. But that does not necessarily make it deep in any way or, or as deep as you would like it to be or something that like, it, it's still like very like they're, they're treating it like it's this, like that it's almost like real, like this is my central problem with Sam Harris. It, the, I feel the same yeah. way about Sam Harris that I do about Rick and Morty. Although Rick and Morty is, is like for, you know, from what I hear funny and a, a show. So I feel worse about Sam Harris, but it's the same thing. It's hey, sorry. I lost you there for a second. Oh, you're good. Uh, uh, so you said you said this was your key your key philosophy on on something. And, and I said it's I the same it. as the same as like Sam Harris, and I think that like uh, in the same way, I think that uh, 
or I think Rick and Morty is probably this is this is also coming from like not knowing much about either. I I am going to put go out on a limb and say Rick and Morty is better. It is more uh, worthwhile than anything Sam Harris does. Uh, but I think that like they're both essentially pop philosophy that isn't that interesting to real philosophy like to talking about real philosophy, but it gets a lot of people into philosophy, except that's as far as they go down into it. It would be like, um, it would be like somebody getting really obsessed with like, just like the most like surface level version of something and never going beyond that. And then thinking that that is like, that they can now talk about the rest of it. Is that the way was I exactly. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. Me and you were in lockstep today, see, Bob. Uh, it, it's, it's, it is like something like philosophy in particular and people who like, you know, amateur philosophers, right? Yeah. Uh, they, it, it's like, it's, it's almost like conspiracy theories, right? And that like, if you're only presented with a little nugget of it and you know nothing about the rest of it, you can you can very easily believe that you're hearing something really deep and like yes. complex and like life changing, but if you if you can back out of that and you present any of those kind of like Rick and Morty type thingies, you know, or, yep. or at least the the generalization that I think both of us are kind of making about it. Uh, if you present those people with like real philosophy or or those philosophical ideas to real philosophers. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's super far off base." Like, yeah, exactly. That has it has the right vocab words, and that's about it. Yep, that's that is the way I feel about a lot of like this pop philosophy stuff. Where I'm like, it's like because I am by no means an expert on on philosophy in any capacity, but there's a little bit of like a Dunning Kruger effect of like the you know the less you know about or like the more you know about something, the more you know you don't know about something. So, like, experts in the field will, like, give caveats all the time. Like, well, you know, we think it's this thing or something like that. Whereas, like, if you know a cursory amount about something, but enough, if you know, like, a lot about something, but it's all pretty shallow, you think, you estimate yourself to know almost everything there is to know about it. But it's like, no, but you only know about, like, some of it, a little bit. Like, so the less you know, the more, and just, like, more intelligent people are more likely to rate their intelligence uh, accurately as opposed to, yeah. you know, and it's, it, you can see this across a bunch of things. If you ask everybody, most people will say, I think I'm above average intelligence, which that's uh-huh. st- yeah, statistically impossible. Like there's no yeah. way that's true. Uh, Science says. No. Yeah. Yeah. When just no, like you could be smart. Everybody could be very smart. But then in order to be above average, you'd have to be extremely smart. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, I don't like, yeah, I, I, that whole thing is, is, uh, it's, it's weird. Like I said, I, I, it's weird to have such a strong opinion on something that I've never seen. Sam, I've, I've never seen. Morning. But like, but I, I, and maybe this is proving the point that like, we know nothing about it yet. We think we know something about it, but I do believe that I know what's going on there. 
I truly think I believe. You know, and, and I don't think that might just be proving the point. In a, like, so here's the dip where it differs from the works of Sam Harris and the person of Sam Harris. Um, yeah, it does not claim. I don't believe it claims to do anything. Like I, I am only speaking from the knowledge of the people who are fans of it and talk about it. I have listened to them sure. a lot, and they do yeah. say that there is a ton of philosophical stuff in it. And that they yeah. believe all, or, or that like it really, you know, a lot of this stuff. I've seen plenty of YouTube videos discussing the philosophy of Rick and Morty. I've uh-huh. never seen Rick and Morty, but I am telling you that they are using that they are like. So it's it's definitely not a. I'm not judging the show. I have no idea whether the show is good or bad. I'm sure if I watched it, I'd probably like it because uh, yeah. everybody that I know that watches it loves it. Um, yeah. And I know tons of smart people that that watch it and love it, and I respect their opinion on things. I respect their, uh, you know, their taste and whatnot. And most sure. of the people who most of the people who I know personally who love it, I respect their p- opinion and taste on things. Uh, yeah. But I do see a, a, like there's a massive swath of like hashtag online people, very online, uh, that, people. that love it. And love it in a specific type of way that doesn't quite make sense to me. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. They just love it in a way that is like, or like they they think it means something that it that it might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's it is, or just uh, they believe it's deeper, over elevated. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, it, to me, <laughs> it's like all of that is a much better analysis of all of that. My my official hypothesis, or not hypothesis, but. My official analysis was uh, it, they just remind me of people who like the same type of person who was like too into Invader Zim. You know what I'm saying? I th- Yeah, I think that they behave similarly, but I think that like, they're actually distinctly like, very different people. Well, like, well, again, I think I think we have gotten what, much closer to the actual the truth of it. But my. These are these are kind of my knee jerk things. It was one part I thought about Invader Zim, but what got me to Invader Zim was the same type of person. And again, this can be wrong, and I'm okay with it. But I'm just I'm just letting you into my psyche here. I was like, oh yeah, those that same. If I, when I see Rick and Morty stuff, it makes me think of people who would also like thought that Spencer's gifts was like a you know was like a, a funny and clever and like punk rock thing to be a part of Mm -hmm. anyways i think that yeah i think that it's a i think it's this weird individual niche that like i'm trying to think of like what it would most closely overlap with and i'm coming up but like sam harris is the only thing that i can think of that would like probably be a lot of overlap between i don't know I don't know who he is and I don't know anyone who likes him. So like, I don't have any frame of reference for that. Yeah. It'd have to be. So like, I don't think that there's a full overlap between Sam Harris fans and, uh, or excuse me. I think probably most Sam Harris fans would likely be Rick and Morty fans. The people who are into animation. I I don't think that most Rick and Morty fans would automatically be Sam Harris fans. Uh, but he's a pop so, uh, he's like one of those the new atheists people like he's a pop uh philosopher uh slash neuroscient he claims him he he, he uh, uh fancies himself a neuroscientist even though he's only ever done one 
peer reviewed study and it was for his like PhD dissertation and it, and it's deeply flawed, but he's a neuroscientist (laughs) and he even puts it on books and stuff. I'm just like, you've only ever, you've ever, yeah, like that would be like, uh, that would be like, you know, us saying that we're like a, uh, I'm a surfer. Like we're yeah. surfers. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I mean, at least like he did went through something, but like that we're like, you know, published musicians or whatever. I'm like, that's technically true. Like that oh, is archaeologist. It'd be like if I yes. told people I was an archaeologist. Yeah, exactly. I went to school for it. I did it one time. Yep. Uh, what if you, that. and then what if you wrote books about archaeology from then on out? This is the reason why people think that this is the reason why like most like real scientists, not real, like, but you know, like life science people, uh, Uh, hate like psych, like, uh, you know, any type of like psychology science or like philosophy and stuff like that, because there is just, just this, like, like you don't get to be an astrophysicist and write a bunch of books about it. If you've never done any, like, actual astrophysics work uh yeah well, but you get to like do the, that if you're <laughs> if you're a pop psychologist like, or or philosopher yeah i mean like the, the human scientists you know or whatever you call that bigger thing of like psychology sociology things like that like you you kind of at least you know not not in like the real academic circles but in some of those you know within like the pop sphere you kind of can be clever enough yeah, to be one. You know, like, I well, assume Sam Harris is probably a pretty clever person. Like, he's probably pretty sharp. Yeah. And can probably speak really well and, and articulate much so. and things I think that's in why such he, a way. That's why he makes money, is because of exactly yeah. that, not because of any... Because, like, there's a... Like, this is the problem. And, and some of it just has to do with, like, what people are interested in. There's no way... Like, I don't know if there's really, like, a way to write a pop archaeology book you know what i mean like other than the way that like the only i was gonna say the only way is like the old school like you know grave robbing (laughs) pop archaeology you you could you could do it uh i guess sex at dawn is as close to is to that as i can think of something or like sapiens yeah i mean like you can you can do that like there's definitely pop pop archaeology to be had and like there's cool because there's like you know there's exciting stories it's the same i think it's it's honestly very very similar to astronomy and like in that like you can frame real archaeological study uh in in a in an exciting narrative right you can do that and the science still be good in the same way that you can frame an, an astronomical study and it be entertaining and still be scientific but you have to be a real archaeologist in order. Like, that's like, that's what ancient aliens is, is like, Oh pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop archaeology, but it's not even archaeology. I mean, like they just talk about archaeology. What would be the funniest science, like pop science version of a science? Like what would be the funniest field for there to be pop science, like pop veterinarian studies or like, pop uh quantum physics like can you make that interesting i was gonna say mathematics but yeah 
I honestly think you could pick any science you want and find crackpots on YouTube. Yeah, so like, like trying to be slick about it because they would ter- whoever the mathematics person would just talk about probabilities all the time, and then they would t- they would like always like compare it to like gambling geometry or shit or whatever. Yeah, there's there really yeah. is there really is some way to like turn any science into just like some uh, pseudo religious oh. something. Oh, 100%, dude. Like, there there really is, like, mathematics was the one thing that I was like, well, there's just no way. And I was like, nope, never mind. I didn't even get through the thought. Like, it's yep. definitely there. Uh, you know, I used to live with a cat who made spiritual math sculptures. Spiritual math you know? sculptures. <laughs> yeah, man, Look, man, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's all out there. Sometimes you're going to make it's spiritual math there. sculptures. You really do. I mean, if you need to get your chi right or what, I don't know, uh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, well, this, since this is our first ever episode on the colloquial, uh, I think we should run down what that means. Um, what, what, what means what the colloquial means, what, what, oh, our, what our yeah, brand yeah. is. So the colloquial is pop geometry. Yeah. We're all about pop geometry. <laughs> Um, we're all it's about mystical geometry specifically. Mystical geometry. No, uh, the colloquial is a place where uh, the two of us, Peter and Coulter, and three other friends started to just kind of write, um, write our thoughts and put out interesting things. Try to tackle some, uh, you know, more highbrow topics in a easy to digest way uh the 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 term colloquial means uh something fancy uh but in a uh excuse me the term colloquial is a fancy word that means ordinary uh and that is kind of what we're getting at uh so we want to treat things that are considered lowbrow you know with a, a more critical lens whether that's wrestling or uh nerd shit or whatever, and things that are more highbrow, we want to bring that down to the people, whether that's uh, the New York Review of Books or things of that Sacred nature. geometry. Sacred geometry. Uh, so you can find us writing pieces. Each one of us will have a piece up uh, once a week, generally. Um, and if you would like to write for the Colloquial Magazine, uh, you can email us at the fellowship of the podcast. Excuse me. The fellowship of the website, not the fellowship of the podcast. I'm getting all my stuff mixed up. The fellowship of the website at colloquial at the colloquial.com. Let me get that right one time. The fellowship <laughs> of the website at the colloquial.com. If you would like to write anything for us um, or, you know, pitch anything, we're, we're going to, you know, uh, open it up a little bit to, uh, to different things. Um, or if you just want to reach out to us and give us suggestions on something that you think we should write about, uh, be our guest. Uh, you can find us at thecolloquial.com. That's T-H-E-C-O-L-L-O-Q-U-I-A-L.com. Um, you can continue to find the Firescape at firescapepod.com. Uh, we have changed the look of the website. We are now on Simplecast. Um, be sure to rate us and review us on iTunes or Google play or wherever. I don't think you can rate and review stuff on, uh, on Spotify, uh, wherever you're listening to us, please rate and review iTunes is usually the best place because that is where the lion's share of podcasts get listened to. 
um, or the, the Apple Podcast app, whatever you're doing it on. Uh, and I guess there's Apple Podcast app on computers now as well. So that, I guess it's, people are, people are probably going to say iTunes forever though. Um, yeah. Because that's just a part of the Is that not what it's called anymore? No, there really isn't an iTunes anymore. There's the Apple Music app. There's Apple Podcasts. There's Apple News. There's Apple Books. There's Apple TV. There's no iTunes anymore, really. Weird. I what guess there's if you still type in iTunes on the computer. I mean, there is. There is though. It, it still goes to the iTunes store, but then it opens up the Apple Music app. You know, it just doesn't really work the same hmm. way. There's no iTunes really. I guess there's still an iTunes Store app on the phone. Maybe there was for a while. Um. That's a long digression to say. You can email us at still uh, the fire escape or firescape pod at gmail.com. I'm getting all of, there's so many different like handles and things you, right now. I'm getting, just throwing extra. Listen, these man, in. This is, this is what happens when you're a media mogul like we are. Yeah, this is true. Uh, this is the part of the, uh, of the takeover that they don't tell you about. Firescape pod right. at gmail.com at firescape pod on Twitter and Instagram at colloquial at the colloquial mag or is it at colloquial mag on instagram i need to write this down man i think it is at, oh, no, we have it's too many handles i think it's at colloquial mag on instagram i believe i think i think that's true and i think that's also technically my job and i should know that yeah you should definitely know that yeah you know it's at as ricky the, morty once told me the colloquial mag the colloquial mag T H E C O L L O Q U I A L M A G. That is the uh, Twitter handle. That's the Instagram. Is that the Instagram? Excuse me. That is the Instagram. That is not the Twitter <laughs> handle. That is definitely not the Twitter <laughs> handle. The Twitter uh, I handle. Had a great idea. That's a great idea. Hang on a second. Pause. Let's start a new podcast. Well, it's just this podcast, but. We just try the entire episode to read out all of our handles and see how many episodes it takes to get it right. I think we could have a hit. That is basically this podcast. Yeah. Well, we're just going to repeat that a lot because I'm pretty sure that's what people. Want. I don't think the t- Twitter is actually live right now, so that doesn't even matter yet. There we go. You can follow. If you want to know, I'll post stuff. If you want to know about what's going on in the colloquial on Twitter, you can follow me at Coulter Levi. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram and any other form of social media you want. I'm, I think that's also uh, my username on many different reviewing apps and stuff. If you want to see how I reviewed something, uh, you can do that. Uh, you can find Peter at... Oh, yeah. You can find me on the Instagram, buttermilk underscore Pete. Uh, and I will be slash am currently... Uh, the caretaker of the colloquials Instagram. And so you can get me there too. Um, also the newsletter, and, please go to and, the colloquial.com and sign up for the newsletter. Yes. It's good. You that get is, all, if you make sure, you know, you don't want to be going to our website every day. You want to get a nice little package that Pete will wrap up for you and deliver to you every Tuesday morning to find out what's okay. really important going on. The really the great thing about the newsletter that they don't that they won't tell you uh, that the, the unfair media won't tell you uh, is that there is content native special just for the newsletter. That's that does true. Not exist anywhere else on the internet? And I think we're already and thirteen in. So there's so many haikus and 15, little hot takes. 15. We're fifteen in. Fifteen. 
We just Man. started out 15, I believe. You're so far behind. If you if you aren't already listening now, you're so far behind on all these little inside jokes that have been placed into the newsletter that aren't anywhere to be found on the website. Nope. So the entirety of the internet does not have them. Only that newsletter. Only does, people that have the newsletter. And if you don't have the newsletter, well, that's too bad. I'm sure at some point in time we'll archive those and put them on the website. But until then, there's really only one place to get them. Over my cold dead body. Yep. And if if you if you really want to ask for the old newsletters, you can email uh, Fellowship of the Podcast after you sign up for the, the After you sign up for and we we might be kind enough to forward you along the old ones, just so you get a Possible. just so you know if you're a collector, if you want to have all yeah. of the volumes. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, right now you're you're, you're coming in, yeah. Only if you're you need that colloquial rookie card. That's right. Well, that's right. Uh, that has been it for us, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, this is uh, again a short one. We're gonna have probably uh, we got we have some guests lined up uh, pretty soon, so we're gonna have some more in depth. We're gonna get you back to your regular regularly scheduled fire escapeitude. Uh, pretty soon, but it's been a little crazy. What with the uh, the big merger, so uh, that's right. It's gonna be also, It's gonna be a little bit. Final final fun fact to the listeners: I don't know. I'm talking on my phone via headphones, and I don't know where the phone is. Well, that is uh is, that's a that could be a problem. Yeah, I'm believing problems. I, yeah, I believe I in geometry. To, I choose to believe it's not a problem. Yeah, there's no such thing as problems. Problems aren't real. Yeah. They're all an illusion. Ah, there you are. What are we going out on today, Pete? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, let me think about this real fast, real fast. Um, I have been listening to a lot of flea foxes. Uh, yeah, that's, that is true. Actually, no, I'll, I'll tell you what I want. Uh, uh, Brooklyn bridge to chorus by the strokes. Okay. That's what off we're the new Strokes do. album. Uh, it's fantastic. It's called The New Abnormal. Y'all should all listen to it and buy it or whatever you do with music nowadays. It's a great record. All right. We're going to do it. Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus. Yep. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll uh, talk to you next week. See bye. you guys. What's wrong with the beer we got? I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it?